Twitter versus the Russian government. Facebook wants to start tracking children under 13 with a new Instagram app. Ring launches new smart home products and more in today's episodes of Tech News. an ever-growing effort to be the leader in the smart home. Amazon has announced three new smart home products, an outdoor smart plug, a motion-activated outdoor light that's solar-powered, and an outdoor siren that can alert homeowners and neighbours to possible intruders when connected to a ring alarm. Now, I've seen mixed reviews on this. Some people saying that they don't want to have an alarm out there uh, and it would be a bit of a deterrent from actually getting it. And I don't know how I feel about this. As somebody who grew up and there was always house alarms and you'd occasionally have one going off, um, they didn't actually seem to do much, uh, just apart from just be a bit of a nuisance. So I can understand why people don't want them. Um, And obviously, depending on how Amazon incorporates this into the network, it could be a good thing. It may not. Now, if you are looking at buying any of these smart outdoor assistants, the first one, the Ring Outdoor Smart Plug, starts at $30. And that provides two outdoor outlets, which can be controlled separately from within the Ring app. And then the Ring Wall Light Solar is $60. And that's a solar-powered motion-sensored 800-lumen light. And then finally, the Ring Alarm Siren, which is $90, is a 9.25-inch light modelled after Ring's blue stop sign logo. Uh, So it's not overly massive. And to be honest, that's quite a pretty decent price on there as well. It can be powered with either D-cell batteries or connected to a wired power source, including the Ring solar panel as well. Now, many of you have probably heard about Clubhouse and how it's currently iOS only with them working on Android in the near future. And we've seen other clones pop up as well. Uh, One of them that we've actually talked about in the past called Stereo that works on both iOS and Android as well. And obviously the big players want to be a part of this as well. And Twitter has actually been working on Twitter Spaces. Now for some time it's appeared to be only available to iOS. However, that's actually shown up on one of my Android devices this morning. So it looks like they actually might be beating Clubhouse on there as well. Now, I personally have tried Clubhouse and I gotta say I wasn't that big of a fan. I don't know if I'll be something interested in Twitter spaces. However, I do use Twitter daily, so the fact that it's there at the top, uh, I might actually use it more than actually launching Clubhouse and trying that out as well. Let me know if you've used Twitter spaces and how you find it. And also I'd be interested to hear if you have actually used Clubhouse and actually what your opinions are on it as well. It could be just me where I'm just not a fan of a user of it. I listen to podcasts all the time and it's kind of like a live recording of a podcast. Um, But yeah, so I'll leave that one to you guys. Sticking with Twitter at the moment, Russian authorities have warned that if Twitter fails to remove what it describes as prohibited content, the social network service could find itself blocked in the country in a month's time. And anticipating the possible fallout, including Russian users attempting to bypass the ban, the government has also warned that blocking VPNs will be the next step. So at the moment, it's going to be a standoff between Twitter and Russian again to see who comes out on top. And obviously, knowing the past experiences, 
it is likely that Twitter will probably bend the knee before the Russian government does. Today's episode is sponsored by Creatively Social. Creatively Social helps you in building your social media platforms for your business to thrive by helping you to provide fresh content, marketing and engagement for your business, taking the pressure off you. Save yourself hours in your day for a better work-life balance. Get in touch at creativelysocialvia.com. OnePlus has confirmed a few times now that they're going to be releasing its first smartwatch. They are known out there for doing uh, higher-end devices at slightly cheaper prices and now moving into the smartwatch territory to take on the things like uh, Wear OS and possibly Apple Watch in the future. However, OnePlus has confirmed that they will not be using Wear OS and they'll be using their own proprietary software instead so it will come out possibly looking like a maze fit and things like that um now i've used wear os and i actually hate it in compared to the apple watch uh, i've seen a maze fit and things like that and i've used them back in the early days when they first launched and i wasn't a fan i haven't used it since because it put me off so much however if it's going to be something like that then i'm definitely going to be staying away from this Hopefully, OnePlus will be able to do something special. I know they've got quite a few fans for their phones, so let's see if they can do something amazing with their smartwatch. Facebook is considering launching a version of its popular photo social media platform, Instagram, for children aged under 13 years of age. A spokesman for Facebook told The Guardian the company was exploring a parent-controlled version of Instagram, similar to the Messenger Kids app for the kids between 6 and 12. Now, as a parent... That actually is something I don't want my kids to have. There are so many things that Facebook does and they say that they're trying to protect you and then it turns out that they haven't and like your passwords have been leaked and they weren't stored, uh, encrypted and things like that and then they just go, oh, okay, I'm sorry and then they never seem to get punished. So I just don't trust this company enough to let them have access to my kids as well and whilst they probably will say, oh, yeah, we're not going to target advertisement, things like that, Ultimately, they're still getting shadow data on those children and then they're going to custom and put that into their Facebook application. And if they go ahead and launch this, and then I'm predicting in a couple of years' time, we're going to see a scandal out there where Facebook has actually been sucking up that data already so that as soon as they're old enough to create a Facebook account, they've got all that information there on them already. And it's just something that I just think that should be stopped immediately. And sticking with Facebook at the moment, in its latest efforts to take on Apple in the next generation of computing, Facebook has unveiled its vision for a wristband that will control its forthcoming augmented reality glasses, marking the latest steps in its efforts to try and inflict what they call pain on Apple. And this seems to be happening more and more since Apple started introducing uh, the app tracking notifications where users can opt out of being tracked. And Facebook then decided that they wanted to try and make Apple suffer. And this just seems like another step that Facebook is just trying to get as much technology out there as they can where they can actually track users because they actually own the property whereas Apple is trying to get the technology out there and give users more private online and so this just seems to be another step in that direction from Facebook's efforts. 
One of the headlining features of the Pixel phones last year was a setting called live caption. So if you were struggling to hear somebody on a call or even if you were watching a video, you'd turn the setting on and you'd get your live captions on the screen. This then came to other devices such as the Samsung Galaxy S20 line and other Android devices as well. And now a setting has actually been found by XDA developers in the latest Chrome settings, which actually allows you to turn on the live caption feature as well. And one way you can actually enable this, so if you're trying to watch something on your screen, you can't have your sound up too loud, or if you are struggling to hear it for whatever reason, you can turn this feature on and you can have the live captions there. So all you need to do is update Chrome 89 and then under settings, click advanced and then accessibility and then you'll be able to see the options and this works on Windows and Mac as well. Now onto what I'm currently watching. One of the TV shows I'm actually watching is called Your Honor and if you haven't seen that it's basically about a judge's son who drives a car and accidentally hits a kid off a bike and then how he decides to run away and is about to turn himself in when it turns out that the child's father is a big time mafia boss and so the judge actually helps his son to cover up the event and actually frame somebody else for the death of the kid. Now currently I am on episode 5 and it's a 10 part series. It is a little bit on the slow side however it is actually good to see what goes on uh, in the minds of them as they're trying to deal with obviously the tragedy that they've uh, endured in having this accident and then obviously the lies and deceit and how that actually changes the, the kid as he goes along as well and then obviously as the mafia boss father and how he plans on getting his revenge on who he thought was the killer of his son. So if you haven't checked that out, that is available on Amazon Prime Video. And if you have any recommendations of shows, podcasts, or films that you think that uh, I'd actually enjoy, let me know in the comments and we'll try and check those out. Well, that's it for today, guys. I hope you found that these short segments useful. I'm wrapping up a bit earlier today because I'm actually off out to give blood and hopefully then I'll have some me time to unwind this afternoon. So whatever you're doing today, guys, hope you stay safe and hope you have a nice weekend.